I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. ¿Cuál es el propósito, profesor, de, de hacer esta pretemporada en Portland y no hacerla en casa? Pues eh, esta, este torneo nos da la oportunidad de jugar contra equipos en, eh, de, del primer nivel y para preparar el equipo para, para el campeonato. Yo creo que eh, también un, un partido con aficionados en el estadio es muy importante para agarrar ese sentido de que vamos a arrancar en, en un campeonato muy importante y estoy bien satisfecho con, con, con cómo se han portado, cómo han jugado los, 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 los pibes en, en estos partidos y creo que estamos mejorando con, con, con cada partido. En, en estos encuentros amistosos que se han realizado hasta el momento, ¿Le ha faltado gol al equipo? ¿Le preocupa? Um, sí, no, tiene razón. No, ha faltado gol. A, anoche fallamos tres oportunidades claras de, de, de gol. Y lo importante, lo importante para mí es que estamos llegando, tenemos oportunidades claras. Y eso es lo más importante. Si, si no tuvimos chance, eso es otro problema. Pero ahora hay que definir. Y, pero... Como dije, eh, anoche tuvimos chance, no, no, pero no, no lo pudimos meter. Gracias, profe. All right, we will jump to Alex Maurer. Your line's open. Hey, Pablo. Thanks for the time. Sure. Uh, maybe this sounds like a silly question, but with the academy and the facilities that we've got in Harriman, why leave? You know, and I don't mean that in like a negative light, but what does the team game from being on the road in preseason? Well, it gives us an opportunity to play uh, MLS opponents and, again, a, a Norwegian team, uh, great, great opponents um, in quick succession. So it kind of mimics a an MLS preseason, and I don't think that we'd have that opportunity uh, if we were in Salt Lake or we'd have to bring the teams in. Uh, this tournament's been around for, for, for some time now, and uh, it's just a, it's a great opportunity to – not only play great quality games, but also continue building um, camaraderie within the group. And oftentimes after training and at home, everyone goes home here. We're around each other for, for a week. Um, and, and you build a lot of bonds that are, for me, are critical off the field that, that translate to on the field stuff. All right. We will go to Ethan Kershaw. Your line is open. Hey, Pablo, thanks for your time. Uh, I, I think it, it's fair to say I think last year at times consistency um, was, was somewhat of a problem with the team. There would be games where we'd win and then um, some games where, you know, the team would, would have some struggles defensively. And um, obviously the, the last game against Minnesota, the preseason game, was a, a better one than the one prior. But um, in the first one, you guys ended up losing 4-1. And so um, I guess were there points in that game where you were able to identify certain weaknesses and do you have a plan going forward to kind of um, I guess 
get better as a team consistently winning games, not only at home, but on the road this year? Yeah, obviously, Ethan, that's that's always the plan. I, I think uh, we made great strides, as you rightly pointed out, uh, in this game uh, versus the, uh, the, uh, the Viking game. Uh, I think, um, again, there's we haven't had a training session where we've had, and we still don't, every player available, every player healthy. Um, we've had players from COVID protocol coming back. We've had players from injuries coming back. Um, and so a lot of the inconsistencies are directly attributed to that. Um, and again, as a, as a group, we want to continue to, to, to improve with every game. And, and I think not having everyone available and playing a lot of different players, trialists, academy players um, that have come up, are you, it's going to lend itself to that. Um, but I think uh, last night I thought the performance was much better and uh, definitely one to build on. Hey, Renee Romano, your line is open. Hola, Pablo. Uh, I'm going to ask this question in English and Spanish just to help out the colleagues a little bit so they don't have to transcribe. I'll go in Spanish first. Pablito, eh, ante todo, gracias por, por los minutos que nos das. Eh, eh, ¿Tenés a todas las piezas o, o has formado, eh, en tu opinión, al equipo ideal en estos momentos? A lo que, lo que quiero decir es, algunas de las falencias de la, del año pasado ya las llenaste y estás tranquilo para, para poder encarar lo que es esta temporada y llegar más lejos en los playoffs. My question to Pablo was, does he feel like he has a, a complete team? And if there was at all in the past, any missing pieces to take that, that next step to go over that speed bump, is he comfortable with the team that he does, he, that he has now? And, and is he ready to, you know, encounter this season with a lot more uh, uh, confidence than he had last? I, I think, you know, I think for starters, listen, I think the, the, the majority of the players that we had in, in our playoff run are here. Uh, I think two players that, that aren't here this year that we had last year are obviously Albert and Anderson. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think their numbers uh, speak for themselves. I think between the two of them, they had over 20, you know, 20, over 20 goals and, you know, 11 assists. Um, and so I think that's definitely an area where I, I think we, 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 you know, we, we, we have to fill. Um, and when and how we do that is, is I think, the, the, the more important question. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, the spirit of the group, the mentality of the group, and the guys from the midfield to the back um, were the guys that, that were here last year. So, um, you know, I think it's important that, that we continue to build with, with the players that we currently have, but also looking forward uh, to bring in some reinforcements to make sure that uh, we fill those 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 voids that uh, were here last year. Thank you, Bob. We will go back to Alex Maurer. Your line's open. Oh, this isn't exactly breaking news, but on the radio this week, John Kimball mentioned that it was a priority for the front office to get you re-signed, and he, he mentioned that there were a handful of teams interested in kind of prying you away from RSL. Is there any chance you can or, I guess, want to share with us the teams that were interested and why you ultimately chose to remain here in Salt Lake and go elsewhere? Well, uh, I'll just I'll just answer the latter part because I think that's the most pertinent part of the question. Um, uh, and, and, and that's that I, I feel like as, as a club, uh, we, we made great strides um, last year. 
I think the environment, the culture that we were able to create um, the, with all the different distractions outside of the club to be able to focus and, and really grow something organically and from within um, was really important to me. I think when you invest so much in a group of guys, uh, it, it feels like you're leaving uh, family behind. And so for me, the most important thing was to continue building on what we were able to, what we were able to achieve last year, and knowing that the new ownership was uh, g- going to make a huge difference and really support um, everything happening on the field, uh, bringing in resources that uh, we didn't have last year, um, but also growing the club within the state and within the country. Um, I thought it was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. Hey, do we have any? Oh, Jay Catch, your line's open. Yeah, Pablo, when you took over the interim last year, we saw you throughout the remainder of that season try new things, different formations, that type of stuff. I know it's been an abbreviated offseason, but have you implemented, I guess, different philosophies now than what you used when you were the interim? Um, I would say continuing to expand on on what we did uh, last year. I I think we have to be flexible um, in, in our formation. And I think a lot of that has to do with the players available to the group, but having to having two formations to kind of switch in and out of and having the players understand them uh, inside and out and also feel comfortable uh, applying those wherever needed, I think is a a great tool to have. Um, And again, I think in this preseason, we find ourselves in a position where we've had um, we haven't had a a full list of players available, um, which has lended itself to you know playing in a three like we did last night um the game before we played in the four um and although the formations are different the principles on both sides of the ball remain the same and and so i think it's uh continuing to 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 grow ourselves um tactically to to be able to to utilize different uh setups as we encounter different opponents or um different injuries present themselves along the way I don't know if you're a kid guy or a Jersey guy, but what do you make of the new Jersey? Um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's clean. I think it's, I think it's, a, it's, it's a great look. Um, and you know, every kit looks so much better when you're winning. So uh, I, I think we'll add, uh, hopefully, add a little bit of flair to the to, to the Jersey for sure. All right, we're going to finish up with Charles Bum. Your line is open. Yeah, Pablo, thanks for speaking today. You, you mentioned resources earlier, and I just wanted to, <clears throat> to follow up on that a little. We're all kind of waiting to see what that means in the context of your new ownership. And I know that signings are just one part of that uh, where you can invest, but can you give uh, maybe a little sense of what you've seen and what we could expect? Will there be something what, that we would consider sort of splashy signings this season? Um, I mean, uh, hopefully sooner than later, uh, there will be a few signings um, that uh, – will add a, a lot of quality to our group. I think the other places that that uh, you, you'll see um, resources lended to is the stadium. Uh, you know, I've, we've had some, some great talk about some, some redesign, some improvements in that regard. And also uh, a big part of the ownership's uh, – um, philosophy as far as culture is concerned is making sure the workplace is somewhere where everyone wants to come every day um, and and really grow the club from the inside out. And so 
from a player's perspective is, is a, a lot of little things that uh, are on the horizon um, to where, uh, you know, the facilities aren't just a, a workplace, but a place where you want to spend your day. Um, some of those in the future might include, um, you know, valet parking, car wash, um, these type of amenities that, uh, that make it more than just a soccer club. Uh, and, and also, you know, smoothie bars, um, you know, the, the, the food in, in, in the cafeteria and the quality of those things, uh, making sure staff has access to all these different amenities as well. And so they're really, they're really investing a lot in, in the culture, um, which I think is, you know, the most important piece because if, the, you know, if the people working at the club are happy, um, I, I think their, their willingness to do great work is, is, you know, exasperated by the, by the, uh, the commitment of, of the ownership. And so uh, I'm really excited to see um, all the different uh, ways that they plan on in, in improving our club, both off the field and, and obviously most importantly on the field. Just a quick, quick follow-up. Do you think of sort of what we call like seven-figure signings as something that would fit into the ethos that you have and that you want and the culture of the club? Um, I, I don't necessarily think it's about the, the price you pay as much as it is the, the quality of the human being and the quality of the player. I think, I think those things are, are critical. Uh, you can get you know, seven-figure signing and it just doesn't fit the ethos of the club. Um, and, and it won't work, right? So it's. I, I think um, one thing that I can guarantee you is the extensive uh, work that goes in to identifying the, the, the right fit, both on and off the field, for for the for the players in the locker room, and and how we can continue to build on some of the decisions that that have been made, yet make make the club, uh, you know, a, a better club on the field and. Um, like I said, their, 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 their network is extensive worldwide. Um, they have great people in positions to, um, you know, suss, suss out all the, all the different, uh, character traits, uh, player qualities, um, human qualities. And so getting the right fit is, is more important than how much those players cost. 